Um, that's the tough thing about sports. You come up short, um, but I'm, uh, I'm proud to be rolling through this with this group. I'm proud to be battling through adversity with them. I'm going to continue to do everything in my power for us to try to change the result, but you can't deny that there's been improvement. Um, you know, you're not, you're not going away with the moral victories, but I think we can all see the steps that this group's taken. A lot of positives, but we want to be able to try to win the football game. It's tough because of the amount of work that these guys put into it, but you know, uh, we just came up short, didn't make quite enough plays, but there was a lot of things that we can continue to build on. Fortunately, it's a short week. We'll turn around and, and we'll see if we can continue to try to go in the right direction. But but this is uh, this is challenging, uh, but I'm proud to be going through this with these guys, and this is where real growth can occur. Hey, guys, and welcome to another episode of the East Coast Rams podcast. I am your co-host, Ashton, with my awesome co-host, Zach. Uh... <laughs> Zach, another week, another loss for the 2022 LA Rams. How are you doing, man? Are you surviving the storm? Are you lighting your hair on fire like the rest of Rams Twitter? Uh, how's it doing? Yeah, you know, uh, going into this week, um, going into the week of the Seahawks, I wasn't, um, you know, I, I mean, I didn't really have too much positivity going into it. I mean, you know, we our record was it or was what it was. Um, you know, we were without we're without Cup or without a Rob. We knew Aaron Donald was out. Um, we kind of found out at the last minute um, about uh, Stafford being put on AIR. Uh, sorry, I have crazy dog just running around the house. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, so I, w- I didn't really have a whole lot going into this. And then it just felt like the Rams pulled me back in and it was like pulling out my heartstrings, like giving us hope and, you know, uh, driving the ball down the field. And, you know, um, it was just it was just crazy on, on, on that game. I mean, it, it ended up being a loss, but it was still a, it was still a fun game to watch, which, you know, we really haven't seen in a long while. Yeah. This would have this remind me of one of those lackluster games from last year, where you're like, oh man, the it, they just had a bad game. This was a bad game from last year, uh. But for this team, it was a overall, you know, solid effort given the circumstances they were in. Um, I thought Wolford did all right. Um, at times he was inaccurate, which, uh, he got punished for. Uh, the team got punished for it. I thought the game plan, the focus on the ground game was a solid one. And I thought Cam Akers was effective, even though this de- defense they were going against isn't really good run defense. But, you know, best ground game uh, all season. So, you know, we'll take it, Zach, right? Oh, for sure. I think it was uh, it was a good play. Um, you know, Bobby Wagner had a had a terrific game. Um, going up against his defense or going up against his uh, opposing uh, his former team. Wow. Um, you know, he he was able to have seven tackles. I think two of them were for loss, two sacks, um, and, and even got that one kind of interception. Um, so, I mean, he, he had an awesome day. Yeah, the Seahawks team um... – they're a solid team, and I, we stayed in the game, the entire game with them. And we've seen this team stick in games and just, like, completely lose 
you know, kind of collapse in the fourth quarter. And this team didn't. Like, I mean, they did, but later in the fourth quarter into the point where the Seahawks really only had one more chance, uh, we, we came down and we scored more than one touchdown, Zach. It's a miracle. Uh, I wonder what Sean McVay sacrificed to the football gods to get this. Yeah, um, you know, the, the first half was, it seemed better than the second half. I mean, it seemed like Wolford was actually moving the ball pretty well. Um, we kind of got stuck on that. Um, you know, it always seems we get stuck right when it comes after halftime and we just cannot move the ball um, efficiently. Um, we get into a position where we're actually winning the game, um, you know, with the last like two, just over two minutes left of the game. And, um, you know, our defense just just could not finish it up. Um, and, you know, that's just that's just one of the, you know, we've had this up and flow where if our offense seems to be doing well, our defense seems to not be doing as well. And it's not really our defensive line, even though we didn't have Aaron Donald in it. Our defensive line played really well. Um, our linebackers played really well. It was really in our secondary that really... Yeah messed up this game and allowed Geno Smith again allowed Geno Smith to kind of run the game that he he wanted to play against the Rams yeah going into the season we really thought our secondary depth was great especially our cornerbacks I don't know Zach it appears like Jalen Ramsey is the only competent cornerback right now and no and your safeties are almost non-existent don't get me wrong nick scott makes a good play from time to time and i think he's a average safety in the nfl uh i really do think he's average but if you pair an average safety with a very below average safety and taylor rap you're gonna get bad play yeah i I think i think nick scott can be an, uh, an above average safety if he was paired with a average um safety and you know Taylor Rapp he has its moments he you know in a season he has you know three four maybe five good plays in the whole entire season but that's just not enough he's missing tackles um it's just it's just not the level that I feel like you know we we are expecting and you know when when a safety is also supposed to help help out and in coverage it just seems like he's completely lost out there so how many times do we have to watch a td replay where he misses a tackle i mean it's at it seems like it's at least once a game it's every game it's every game every week he has at least one missed tackle that could have stopped a touchdown and you know it's his coverage it's his tackling um for every good play we get out of him, we get five bad plays, and that's just – it's not going to cut it, Zach, in the NFL. And I think he had a solid rookie season, but after that he's been below average. He's been a box yeah. safety. Uh, yeah. And that's fine as like a fifth depth piece, but as your starting safety or your second safety, like that's – it's not going to cut it. And you, we're seeing it every game. This – Again, this defense isn't the problem for this team. It was a problem this game. It's not a problem as a whole. Uh, the offense just struggles to get off the field. 23 points still, Zach, in the NFL. 
that's going to win you half your games. You, if you score 23 points, you're going to win 50-50. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you go back and look at um, all of our, our games, I'm, gonna, I'm going in and pulling those up right now. But, like, I mean, we would have won, let's see, um, the, the last time we scored over 20 points was with the Falcons. That was the last time. Uh, but we would have beat the Cowboys um, with that score. Um, we would have beat the Buccaneers with that score. Um, you know, we you know we would have at least won a couple more games at least if we would have got to twenty three points. Um, and even some of those, I feel like it was more like the last minute we we you know we were trying to rush the ball down and we did a dumb play. So um, it's definitely been our offense that's been holding us back, and yet this seemed like our offense was actually putting a, a good a good foot forward and actually accomplishing it, especially when you are looking at your backup quarterback, you are, you're looking at, you know, not having Cooper cup. You're not having Allen Robinson. Um, you know, your offensive line is on its 11th, 12th rotation. Um, and you know, your run game is just, hasn't been there. Um, and, and so, you know, they, they did what they could, but Again, it was, you know, in this game specifically, our defense wasn't. Honestly, I'm getting really tired of people com- complaining about Jalen Ramsey and saying that he's kind of washed up. I don't, I mean, I get that, you know, yes, there may be one play a game where he may get burnt and um, that happens. But, you know, he only allowed 17 yards when he was in coverage. Um, well, one of I two mean, catches. It, it's like people don't understand the difference between man coverage and zone, and we play primarily like eighty percent zone. So yeah, when he when you see a wide receiver running straight past Ramsey, that's not his zone. He's running into the safety. He looks behind it, expects a safety to be in a zone behind them, and he's not. And then you see Ramsey trying to make a great play and make up and cover a zone that's not his own, mm-hmm. like. It's not saying Ramsey's perfect. He's not perfect. No, he, he but... had a rough stretch of games at the end of the season last year, uh, and he's had rough games this year. But overall, like his play is not the issue. No, and he's he's one of those, you know, on this team. He is one of these players who who brings in passion and who's able to train and try to get the other cornerbacks and get this defense kind of pumped up um, when when they need it. And um, you know, he's he's a great. Uh, model for this team and as a player on the defense and especially when Aaron Donald goes down and um, you know you lose out on Cooper Cup and now you don't have Matthew Stafford you need somebody you need a core player to be able to um, pick up those pieces and be able to you know motivate your team and he's really good about motivating um, his fellow players. What do you think of John Wolford? I mean Two more interceptions. I think he has, what, only one TD in his career and, like, five picks. It's it's not yeah. good, Zach. I mean, it, he, did, he did all right this game. 14 and 26 isn't – it's not lining yeah. up the world. And a, and a lot of that, I think, came in the third quarter where they, where they, were, they were struggling moving the ball. Um, the first half, I think he, he, he played well um, with what he did. Um, and, you know, he had a, he had a few good throws, um, you know, uh, some of it was due to the players. I mean, the two, two out well throw, I, it was, it was uh, thrown over overhead high, which um, he kind of tend to do. 
Um, but you know, Tutu did a great job at, at catching that one in. Um, there was another, there was other few plays. Van Jefferson did one. The problem with Wolford is that he just doesn't have a deep ball. Um, we could clearly tell at that last interception that, I mean, he really only should have had one, um, that last one, he just, he tried and he just, he couldn't even get it. I mean, I, if I go back and look at it, he was at least 10 yards away from the closest Ram that he was probably trying to throw to, uh, short. And so he just doesn't have the arm length and, you know, we'll, we'll get into the big news here, um, after we get through this preview, but, um, but you know, this is kind of the re- like I get the first half. I get why McVeigh really likes Wolford. Um, I I see it, but in the second half, it's kind of why I like Perkins. As I you know, and I and I did like he was he was mobile, and that's kind of what we don't have with Stafford is that you know he does a lot better when he's on the move. Um, but it's just it just wasn't it it wasn't what we needed it to be. Um, in the end. Um, but again, he also got us to 23 points um, when we haven't been able to do that since week two or week three, I, something like that, two or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Akers got two touchdowns. I thought he had a solid game. Not great. Not terrible. Solid. Um, the D line, like you mentioned earlier, great game by D line. Michael Hoyt was a monster. Bobby Wagner, like you said, had a career day, just fantastic uh, game. Uh, wow plays, that's kind of what we wanted to see from him when we signed him, and he delivered this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking. For... He wanted to win. Oh, and, yeah. Um, for yeah. sure, and, you know, I was, I was super excited that Wagner got to play, and I really wanted him to get this win. I mean, the performance he did, he deserved a win. Um, they just couldn't squeak it out in the very end. Uh, like you mentioned, Michael Hoyt, um, he was uh, awesome. Um, you know, he's he's definitely going to be looked at, you know, especially be going to be evaluated over these next uh, five games. And he's going to be evaluated at that position for next year. And he he's right now, he's a good um, opposite piece to Leonard Floyd. So two sacks, five pressures against the Seahawks. Um, you know, that's, that's pretty darn good um, for him. Yeah, a little weird. Only three carries for Kyron Williams. Why do you think the team uh, leaned more in Cam Akers this game? Uh, you know, I think they're still trying to get Cam Akers back into the fold. Um, you know, Kyron Williams, it's his rookie year, right? Is that, is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, he's he's on year one of his contract. Um, so that's, you know, he has what, a, a, at least a three, four year contract. So he's still in his rookie season. He, he has a lot to, that he's able to bring into this game. Cam Akers, he came makers. He is the veteran. Um, you know, they, they released Henderson. Um, so it's, it's really those two show, but I think to mend the relationship, to try to salvage something out of this, we, the, the conversation had to have been somewhere where, all right, we're going to make the lead back, but you have to prove it. And um, I think acres has proved that he can be a lead back. I don't think he is the solution. Um, He's definitely not his 2020 self, Um, but you know, getting uh, seeing him, you know, push, push a little bit further. And, you know, he was able to get the two touchdowns um, and, and made some, you know, decent, um, decent runs. Um, was really good. Um, but I also like what they did 
you know, everywhere else. Like Brandon Powell, he had some really good runs um, on his, you kind of like jet sweeps um, and things like that. Um, so it was, it was very cool to see how they, how they played the run game. Um, but you know, that's how I feel acres is, is like, you know, they got rid of Henderson. Now acres is the key back. And then Kyra Williams, they want to give him more action. And I think you will see more action. Um, but I think right now it's going to be the cam acres show for probably the next two ish games. Um, and then we'll, we'll probably see more Kyron Williams, but um, I think for now it's it's going to be Cam Akers just because of that tension and try to relieve some of that tension. Mm. All right. Um, any other aspects? Tutu, uh, like you said, great catch. Any comments about his game? He had a solid outing, forty-eight yards. So yeah. leader of the team. I kind of I kind of posted this, um, you know, on on Twitter, and you know, Tutu when he has played, he has shined. I mean, he hasn't had that many opportunities. He's had more over obviously over the last couple of weeks um, than he has all season. But the times he was in, even in the earlier in the season, he actually played really well. I mean, he he was able to, you know, he's fast, um, and he's able to, um, you know just be able to outspeed a lot of the cornerbacks in the league. And um, he's just a silent threat. And, you know, I could see this potentially being, you know, next year, um, depending on how things go out, there's speculation that we'll get to the end of the year, but uh, at the end of the episode, but um, you know, right now looking at what the Rams roster currently is um, that I could definitely see this going to a Cooper cup, a Rob um, and Tutu Atwell. Uh, They are going to be the lead three kind of pushing Van Jefferson either down to fourth, if not trying to find him a home um, on a different team and, you know, continuing with Ben Skorana because he's still under his rookie contract too. So um, that's just kind of how I've, you know, just kind of looking at the numbers and looking at what's been happening this season. I could see, even though I like Van Jefferson, I think he's an excellent athlete and a great wide receiver. Um, I think he's, he potentially could be the odd man out to give Tutu Atwell the, um, the, 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 the spot and especially with what he's done so far. Yeah. And I think his contract is up this off season. Um, I, I don't know if we'll, even if he has a year, I don't know if we're going to extend him. to be honest. Um, I mean, we, like I said, we have, we have Brandon Powell who's been doing really well. We have Ben Skoranek who has been doing really well. And he's, again, like I said, he's still under contract, I think for at least one more through the 2023 season. Um, you have Tutu Atwell, you have A-Rob, you have Cooper Cup. And then, like I said, I got something to special to talk about at the very end, but um, that's at least of who we're talking about currently. Yeah, and, you know, Brandon Powell with another really good game. I'm so... Zach, he... He's the most electric player on the offense by far this year. Oh my gosh. And I just want him to get into the freaking end zone. I mean, oh my gosh, how close he has gotten. And again, I mean, he was a uh, yard short. He was a yard short from getting into the end zone um, this past week. And it's just, it's just one of those things where like he needs to get in there and get in there more often than, than he has. I don't have, has he gotten in there at all this season? 
I don't think he no. has. No. So, uh, but he's playing himself into a starting wide receiver role at this pace. I I, I don't Honestly. I don't disagree. Um, but I you know I, again it it comes down to like he's he's had a lot of um, good plays at the at the starting line. Like he's done a lot of good jet sweeps. He's done a lot of good stuff. Um, you know, closer to the quarterback. But, you know, when we're looking at receivers moving forward, I mean, when you have Cooper Cup and you have Allen Robinson, you're going to look for somebody who's going to be that more vertical threat. And I don't know if Powell is that vertical threat. And that's why, you know, I think he's going to be a starter, but I think he's more going to be a four, a four wide receiver, four, maybe three, four. But really, I think he's going to be in that fourth spot and Tutu will sneak in at that third spot so that he's able to be that depth uh, that vertical threat that that the Rams have kind of been missing that speedster threat. Well, he's kind of like a really good gadget player, right? Like he's mm-hmm. a good player to put all over the field. Correct. I mean, he is, but at the same time, that's that's also kind of Cooper Cup's kind of mo. I mean, he's kind of that you know threat around everything. Um, so he's kind of been playing a little bit of that, especially in those jet sweeps and thing and things like that. He's been able to kind of take away that kind of workload. Um, cause there's really no one else on the team who can really do jet sweeps, um, outside of us, uh, outside of Powell right now. Um, so, and I, I think, I think Tutu actually did a couple jet sweeps too. So I guess I should take that back, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's just kind of my initial thoughts on, on that whole matter. All right. Uh, let's kind of talk about the big news, Zach. Uh, well, you know, just a little bit of uh, news coming out of the Rams today. You know, we thought, you know, after the trade led deadline, we thought everything was going to be done and the Rams were done and they weren't going to be playing anything else for the rest of the year. And what happened today? They uh, picked up Baker Mayfield after he was cut by the uh, Panthers. Just shocking. Um, it makes sense seeing. Uh, Zach, the QB played the last three weeks. Let's put, uh, hasn't been the greatest. No. I think we have, what, one passing touchdown in three games? Yes, and I get it. I get the business decision. You're looking for, you need another depth piece. I get it. But it's Baker Mayfield. I can't get over that. But, but it's Baker Mayfield who's only going to cost you $1 million. And guess what? If you don't re-sign him, you get a comp pick. No, I, I thought it was... I thought if it no. if he does sign a worthwhile contract. Yes, if uh, other team signs him and the Rams don't sign him themselves, and Baker Mayfield... Oh, got it. With a team. team. Got it, got it, got it. I yeah, thought it was... It, I misread that. I thought it was with... The Rams team. Okay, I get it. I get it. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. They they will get a comp pick. Okay. And he you know, he's gonna make a decent amount. So I'm I'm guessing it'll be around a fourth or a fifth. That's a free fourth or a fifth we just got or a decent backup quarterback. That's how I'm looking at this. You know, and I you know, initially again, I'm I'm in the stake where I just I, I can't stand Baker Mayfield. I can't stand him when he was in Cleveland. I can't stand him when he got you know, 
kind of this workaround situation and ended up in Carolina. Um, I don't think he's a great quarterback. Um, that's just me personally. Uh, but if you also look at his record uh, with the Panthers, he only has a 57.8 percentage of his passes, um, six touchdowns, six interceptions. Um, he's in his fifth year, hasn't still really done a lot. I mean, again, he's, you know, he's now onto his third team. Um, and I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I get the, I get the business decision. I get why the Rams wanted him. Um, you know, but you know, there was other teams that could have picked him up too. You know, the 49ers need a quarterback, especially since they're still in, you know, they're leading the, uh, the NFC West and, you know, they, they are on their third string quarterback. Um, so if anybody really needs a quarterback, you would think they would, and they even passed up on, um, on him. So <clears throat> again, I get the business decision. I get what you're saying. I think it's, you know, I don't think there's a losing situation as far as this goes. Um, you know, I guess my fear in the back of my mind and it, and it, from all accounts, it doesn't seem to be true at all, but like if Stafford doesn't come back, you know, I don't want, I don't want Baker Mayfield to be the starting quarterback for the LA Rams. Like I just, I just don't. And that's where I'm coming from. But I get the business decision, and that part makes sense. Yeah, Zach, I just, you know, at least from my point of view, the 49ers may need a quarterback. But it, for us, it was, it's a low-risk, uh, high-reward type of signing. I'm not a huge fan of Baker Mayfield. I wouldn't support this if we were going out and trying to get him uh, to start. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of the East Coast Rams podcast. Please like and share and subscribe the podcast. Um, that's the one way that we kind of are able to share this out is, you know, just getting enough people. Um, we, we don't do ads, as you guys notice on this pod. Uh, so really just trying to get you guys to subscribe, whether that's to your favorite podcaster of choice, Apple, Spotify, Google, whichever. Um, but we're also on YouTube, so please check out our YouTube channel. Uh, you can find that at youtube.com slash at East Coast Rams. You can always send questions and feedback to feedback at eastcoastrams.com or hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter, uh, East Coast Rams podcast, is at East Coast Rams. Uh, again, big shout out to everyone who listens to the podcast. You know, it's, it's you know, those who listen to us is the reason why we keep on doing this each and every week. Um so, so yeah, I mean, you know, we're up against the Las Vegas, uh, Raiders. It's always weird to say Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, but, uh, you know, as always, we hope for a, a win. Um, hopefully, you know, with Baker Mayfield, he's able to, you know, kind of push us over the, the edge, uh, that our offense may need to, you know, at least squeak out another win or two, uh, before this end of the season. So with that, we will wrap up this podcast. Uh, so we'll see everybody next week. Whose house? Ram's house.